This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge, and we're inviting you to take it with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is, your purchasing power matters now more than ever. Head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. Make that commitment to shop one in five of your purchases towards a small business. We also invite you to shop the directory if you don't know where to find other small businesses. It's right there on the page. And we're asking for you to share the pledge. Imagine if each of us told three to four people about the Shop 1 in 5 pledge. It would be an incredible and life-changing for so many small businesses. Tell your friends, your family, and your social network. It costs nothing extra and makes a world of difference. Our purchases have the ability to change lives. Okay, let's jump in. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey friends, it's Jacqueline and Mina. And if you've ever wondered what it's like to coach with us and have our brains come together to work on your business, then you're going to love this episode. Because recently we invited a few multi-stream machine students to submit questions that we could coach and answer live. And we wanted to share their sessions with you today. We're so excited. So let's jump in. So Stacey, you are the owner of B-Blend. So would you mind telling everybody your business? Okay, so I'm Stacy Ventura. Um, I own B Blends, and we um, manufacture uh, all natural bath and body products, soy candles, and aromatherapy jewelry. We started online, and then we um, opened a brick and mortar. Our brick and mortar has been open since July, so we do the online, the brick and mortar, and then we also sell wholesale. Okay. Okay. Amazing. And so, what are the main things that you sell? What are what are some examples of some bath and body things or specifics? So our biggest seller are are candles. Um, We sell a lot of candles. And then um, we sell things like our lip balms are huge sellers. So our lip balm is our number one selling bath and body product. Um, We also sell um, sprays, bug spray. We do lotions and all natural deodorant and things like that. Okay. And so locally, is that different? So uh, in your brick and mortar, are those things that sell different than what you sell online? as far as the best sellers go? No, actually, I think they're pretty in line. In our brick and mortar, we also bring in other small brands, um, like similar to ours, things that complement us. So we might bring in like canvas makeup bags to sell with our products or um, bamboo washcloths or, um, you know, things that like that, that are in line with, with what we sell on our website. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So Stacey has a team of six people, which includes herself. Three of you are makers. So you and two other people are the makers. Correct. And mm-hmm. then the three other people, what are their roles in the company? They are, they work in the store. 
basically they, okay, so they they're do, front facing. Yeah. And they do help with, uh, you know, they might help label products or they might help with, um, you know, some of the, we sell essential oils as well. So they might help put oil, like some of the um, straight oils that we make like into bottles and things like that. But I wouldn't necessarily consider them makers per se. They just, they help with some of the other smaller tasks when we're slow in the store. Who fulfills all your stuff, like ships the orders? We do. You you and the team of three, you. Okay. And who runs your social media or writes your emails or updates the website? You? Okay. All right. So let's get to your question. So everyone's like, me too. Yeah. So, and I want to just say, and you gave us permission, you're on average about 25, 27,000 a month in your revenue. So Mm -hmm. you've got a great business, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But you're still doing everything, even though you have a team. Correct. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Just size. So the question is, is... How do I learn how to and decide what to delegate to others so that I can take myself away from the small day-to-day tasks and enable myself to focus on the things that will move the needle and propel me forward? How do I get those systems in place so my business will run and I can narrow in on the activities that facilitate growth? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I just have a couple more questions though. Um, So for your candles that you said Mm -hmm. are mostly what your best sellers are, which ones sell? Is it the jar ones or is it the wood ones, the tea candle ones? Um, We sell, we have Mason jar candles are our best sellers. Okay. Um, We recently brought out like a tumbler line um, that has, they have like snarky kind of sayings on them that those have been popular as well, but we just brought them out. So they haven't gained as much traction as the mason jars that we sell. Okay. And then you also said the breakdown of offline to online. You do most of your sales offline, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. Since we opened our store. Yeah. Okay. So 80% in your store, your brick and mortar and 20% online. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's seasonal as well. You know, it's, I would say during around the holidays, our online, of course, picks up a lot. Uh huh. Um, Okay. And then how are you finding people online? I'm just curious too. Is it your local people going online? So uh, some of it is local, but I just, I have been, so we started in 2013 and I've just been trying, you know, working at the social media as much as I can. I try to kind of do a mix of um, product posts as well as I bring my family into it a lot because they help. They're a huge part of the business. So we have like, I I think like a decent, following of people. I haven't, I don't do any other kind of advertising or anything like that, just the social media posts and and stuff like that. Okay, great. All right. So for all of your tasks, for all of you that are starting to hire and it, it, Stacey's already started hiring, but it sounds like she kind of has to go back to square one Yeah, because she's still doing everything herself. So I want you to start writing down all the tasks that you do. So go through okay. your your entire week and write down everything that you do and then start assigning those tasks to dollar values, right? Okay. So the things that you would need to do are the ones that are like the four, you know, dollar tasks. And then the ones okay. that you could give to somebody else are the one dollar sign tasks, right? Those are the ones that are easy to give to somebody. Now, I will tell you that the things that people outsource or that they hire for first for a product-based business is a maker because they're duplicating themselves. Mm-hmm. Usually they're pulling themselves out though, right? So you have yet to pull yourself out. The second thing is shipping because as you start to get to orders, um, shipping and making is something that's that can be simplified, illustrated, and repeated. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you start. It's easy to hire because it's easy to teach, 
right? And you're doing it over and over and over and over. So in those $1 tasks, those, you know, one, the ones that you are delegating or giving to a team member, think about the ones that are easily teachable, that you can create a process around. And those are the ones that you step away from first. Usually it's making and shipping. Okay. Okay. And that's how you start to build yourself out a little bit. As far as like online, um, because you are mostly brick and mortar. Because really quick, just to uh, interject, the brick and mortar, you actually buy from other brands too, right? Like you're, you're a Correct. retailer. It's, right. Yeah. So it's our brand, it's but then shop. we also, yeah, we buy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a storefront as well. Right. So there's other role. I mean, you have so many roles here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, you're also the buyer and you are probably the person that they call and, you know, all that stuff. So, and then when you're online, there's the social media that happens and stuff though. I would say first start with hiring and really setting it roles and systems into your brick and mortar. Cause that's where you make the bulk of your money right now. Okay. And then move to online because it's 20%. Then you start to really refine that and optimize that. Because right now we don't want to focus online if that's not where your bulk of your money is coming from. You know, you need to figure out and stabilize on the brick and mortar side before you start to stabilize on, you know, and get your presence bigger and, you know, all of that for the online side. Okay. And so other than the making, like, is there, because the, the shipping doesn't apply to the brick and mortar, obviously, but so mm-hmm. I would just focus on like giving up all the making to, um, so it would be probably customer service though. If okay. it wasn't shipping, like what's the deliverable at the end? Well, it's somebody okay. that's handing that to them. It also is probably somebody who's thinking about customer retention for local, right? That's okay. you actually, cause that's a $4 task. Okay. You know, the four, sure. the, uh, because like the Zagat guide, right? Like yeah, the Zagat guide, it's a restaurant right. with $4 yeah. signs. Yeah. yeah. So that's the one that requires you because you're thinking about how can I delight my customers? Cause you're the strategic person. Then you can teach certain things in the, those buckets, you know? Okay. So thinking about customer retention and when it, when it comes to your brick and mortar first, okay, then we can go from there on next steps, you know, otherwise it's just going to feel like a lot. Okay. Yeah. So I have a question um, because yeah. on your, on your Instagram, um, it says B blends and it's national bath and body products. And then there's a little bit, there's the pictures of the products that you are making. And then there's a lot of like your actual boutique. Does your boutique have a, an Instagram? No. So we have a Facebook, I have a Facebook page for B blends and then I have one for B blends collective, which is our brick and mortar okay. but for Instagram. I only have one for B blends because I just, it's, it's already so much to keep up with the three of those. It's like, I feel like my head's going to explode if I think about adding another one, but I can't tell you how many times I've said to my husband or my, you know, my employees, like I have to add the the Instagram page for the store. And I I think that they can still be the same because I think it can still be the idea of, um, because you're, because there's twofold with your thing. Cause you have, you have your, um, location in your bio Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's the idea because this is natural bath and body pra- products, hand poured, um, unique artisan goods. So I think there might be neat, like a converse, like a, in your bio, something that's updated. That's a bit like visit us okay. for gifts and our own specialty products. Like they can come visit the store and, and see where it, it's made or whatever. And then they can buy online. Can you resell? Can you also the products you're buying wholesale? Can you sell mm-hmm. online as well? 
I, for most of them, I have permission to do that. Yes. Okay. Cause another option Mina for her too, is as we're starting to transition into online, I wonder if she should test just be B blends collective and sell product that she's already buying. That's in store. What do you think about that? Um, like to be an online boutique for all the brands, including hers, or do you think she should still lean into just B blends by itself online? I mean, it seems like they're buying from her brick and mortar for like kind of a lifestyle, right? It's that, you know, hand poured, you're in Maryland. Sort but it's of a very cute, like uh, the boutique is like, I don't know how to explain it, but um, like a, like a gift shop almost like, like you a, can come yeah. and get, yeah. Cause they, but then, you know, there's a local peel, like there's bug sprays and stuff. So I do think that you could carry over to that. Um, and it probably could be part of your processes to the people okay. that work the front. So for example, they would post on social what's in the store onto your Instagram that reflects what's in the store. You know, especially if they're young, it's like second, yeah. they grew up with the phone, you know? Okay. So yeah. um, an example, Jacqueline is uh, Linda. She does her girls that work for her in the boutique at Fishy Wear. I see them all the time pop up because yeah. they're the ones that are doing it. You know, they're like okay. doing the lives and walking around the store and being like, here's what we have. This is our stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is, they'll they'll actually put on, for her, they'll put on these um, fishing headbands or whatever that, you know, um, for you, it could be like, oh yeah, it smells great. You know, there's probably testers there. Mm -hmm. Then it brings the experience that's on in person online for you. And it's okay. built into the processes with your team. Okay. So I do think you have the opportunity because you're sitting, your money is out on all the product you need to sell and it's relying on right. foot traffic. Yes. So because you are a, you're actually more of a boutique that has your own brand within it. Mm -hmm. I do think there's an idea of maybe starting to shift that gift shoppy thing because the other thing is, is people are looking up these other products like your SEO, all of that goes up. Now, the thing is, is it's the inventory. Sometimes you might deal with issues with like you have one sign that says like Merry Christmas and right somebody wants to buy it online and someone's buying it in store. So right. that would be something that probably be more, probably more rare because you don't have as much traffic online. Okay. If you were able to build it online, you would then eventually kind of buy product that you would designate for online. Okay. Right. And then they would maybe come pull it from the store. If like you sold it online, and you wanted to move another one online or it okay. hit um, that. But I think that there's some beauty, there's a beautiful aspect to your in-person shop. Some people here are suggesting, suggesting that maybe you do like a once a week show, like a thing where okay. you show what's in the store and mm -hmm. you could start with just showing and then see if people will buy from you through the DM. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't have a ton of followers yet to fully rely on Instagram, but I right. think if people yeah. can start to follow you and follow these beautiful products and it's mixed with your product as if your product is just another product within the shop in a way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But as they're starting to show up, they can also geotag where they are. Mm -hmm. So for example, when they're showing up and you're talking about, oh, here's the things that we think that you should get for Mother's Day and they geotag themselves at your boutique, then the people locally will know where that is too. So even okay. though you don't get a lot of traffic, the fact that you are, it's kind of like you're, you get co content, easy content, Okay, you know? Okay. So you'll at least have that as far as like, oh, okay, I can walk around. I can show this. I'm so, you you know, again, in your own way, bring your own hype. I'm so excited about this brand that we just brought in house. We have okay. this. And then here's the, the, our candle that I really think could, could, could go great with it. So you're kind of 
visually showing them how it could happen in their own life, you know, bundling okay. it together for them with, with suggestion, just like okay. if you're a salesperson in person with them. The one thing that I have worried about and the reason that I felt like I needed to do a separate page is that I worry that my customers that buy B blends that aren't local will get tired of seeing all of the other stuff. But if I'm, if I end up putting that stuff also on my website, then they can also buy that. I as also well. think it gives you more content because right yeah. now you are kind of limited. I right. I see where you're, you're fearful of that, but you're limited with your products right. and your product mm-hmm. scope, right? Cause right mm-hmm. now your social is, it's got family in there. It's got your family working in the store. You're still kind of showing that. And yeah. so me who am, I'm not local to you, I'm like, Ooh, I want to see more because okay. you're, I'm already there to shop. So what else can you sell me? Okay. Yeah. I would not worry about that at all okay. because they have more needs than just their candle needs or their right. body okay. bath needs. You know, they're a complex consumer that if you show something that's aligned with your specific brands, because, you know, I'm sure there's, you know, in your buying process, right. You only pick products that are aligned with you to be curated in the shop anyways. So right. it'll be an easy alignment for them. So I wouldn't okay. worry about the fact that they're like, Oh, this is on here. And, you know, okay. They, they should know that you curate other things that they might like. And people never get annoyed as long as it's something that feels aligned with them. You know? Okay. Right. Listen, we love to shop. So yeah. Natalia says she's willing to connect with you because she owns a brick and mortar and an online gift shop. Her suggestion to you is she said, or she said, I always list all of my items online. It also helps with my local customers because they can see what I have and then come in. Okay. So, so but to go back to your question, it's the idea of how do you stop doing everything? Yeah. You just have to stop doing everything. So like Mina said, I think if you can go through, because I think you do probably, I know you're, you, you, we were talking about profit versus revenue. We need to probably increase revenue to be able to hire someone else. So right now, while you have three other people that are working for you, mm-hmm. you're paying whether or not people are walking into the store or not. I'd love for you to think, what can they do while they're here? Can they okay. post on social? Can they take photos? Cause right now you're doing the social too. So can they right. in between, you know, create, social posts that they can even put into a library or a bucket that then you can automate to go forward. Okay. Um, okay. For sure. Can they ship for you? I think that they should be able to pack and ship orders. Even if you paid them one hour extra to stay after closing to get things going and that they called UPS or USPS for the pickup the next day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Cause yeah. these are three human beings that you're paying money to that you need help, but they're, yeah. they're not right helping you. So you have to think about the things that they can take off of your plate that you can teach someone like me and I said with processes, because all of you, as you grow your businesses, as the business owners, you need to stay higher level. You need to stay the visionary. You need to be thinking forward for your business and you right. need more hands. You need to duplicate yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And oftentimes it's just because they're confused on what their roles are. Cause you probably are jumping in quite a bit. Right. And they're yeah. expecting you to take the lead. I think empowering them to know what their own roles are. Right. They are in charge of, you know, shipping, for example, like your main role is these three things, shipping, making, and taking photos of the okay. making and shipping that you're doing, for example. Right. Okay. And then you take those photos and you can put them on social media, whatever it is. Right. Another thing is people in the front would be, okay, mine is taking care of the customer. It is supporting um, Stacy when she's doing her live shows once a week and talking, right? It is bringing um, more eyes. I don't know what it is. It has to do with visibility because that's front of the house, right? But specifically them knowing what their roles are when they're coming, you know? Yeah. And then yours is just higher level. You know, you show up, you're the face of the boutique 
you're also the person that thinks strategically about customer retention and what that will look like as well. Okay. How do you feel? Good. I have a lot. My brain is, I have a lot of ideas. (laughs) Okay. You know, this will be recorded to you that you'll be able to go back to. So I think, I think again, and and this is actually from one of our masterminders. She does this. So she has a Trello board and she, as a department, like every department that you would consider was within your business, maybe you just keep and you could do it on your notes, on your phone, wherever. Every time there's a task that you do, for example, start aligning them in departments. Is it marketing? Is it fulfillment? Is it production? Is it development? Is it sales? And start to put in all your, your, your list of like the to do's. And then you can, like Mina said, go back and put dollar signs. I could hire someone to do this for like the, you know, minimum wage. I can hire someone that's like a little bit over. I might need to hire someone that's more niche, or this is only something right now that I'm going to do which you would be the $4 sign. And then you'll start to be able to see, well, who do I need to hire? Cause you'll have probably sections that are really long and it'll start to create the job description for you of then who you need to hire or what can you start to disperse to the people you're already paying, knowing what their strengths are, what can you pull forward out of them? Mm -hmm. And I would say like, once you categorize the dollars and the whatever, eliminate the things that you're not going to focus on right now. Right. So there's, we can do all the things and it's easy for us to think that we can hire for all these things, but if it's not needed, it's not needed. You really need to focus on what you know is working for you. Okay. So if it's something that has to do with the brick and mortar or some things that are needle moving, and oftentimes we don't know what that is until we've tried something and we can see if it's worked already. So if you're seeing these live shows work really well, then you lean more into that. If you see the candles are working really well, then you lean into that. If you see these two products that will one's curated and one is yours bundled together really well, you keep doing that and you keep bundling. Okay. So that's what I want you to do because you just want to focus on the things that are working. And I know that the question really at the beginning was well, who can I hire to do this or whatever, but it's not as much about that as it is about focusing on where you need to be. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I hope that that helps. I know we kind yeah, of threw some definitely. other ideas at you, but no, it's, I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sometimes, and that's the thing, like sometimes there's holes that we, we might see your gaps where it just could feel easier, be easier. Like you're like the same thing that happened with Suzanne. Like there's something that you're like, it can't work like that, but it can. I don't right. think you need three Facebook groups. I don't think you need three Instagrams. I think you, okay. especially because your product brand, your product is still in its like infancy. Right. right. It's still being developed. It's, it's not your leader. It's not like the thing that you're selling the most of your, your revenue is coming from a lot of things that you're curating and buying. So mm-hmm. I think, I think know that your superpower actually is that you're as the buyer, as the curator of what your customers are going to take. So right now that is something that can't be replaced. We're not hiring a buyer for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's a superpower. We need to keep you focused on being really attuned to what your customers need and that you provide that. And the other stuff can be done by other people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I have a quick question. All of the comments, will I be able to see those after? Yeah. 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 You'll okay. be able to see that. Okay. And then I, I see things, but I, you know, I, it's hard to keep track of them all. Okay. So yeah. if people want to buy from you right now, where oh, would they go to buy? Um, Beblends.com. So that's Beblends.com. So it's right. B-E. Yeah. It is really exciting to have a team. I would say that as long as it they feel empowered by their roles. For example, when you have somebody making stuff, you have to figure out how much do they make and how long does it take me to sell it? Your job is to sell it. It's not to make it. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. okay. So yeah. especially as the owner, you have, and then if, even if it's not selling it front facing, it's selling it strategically. What are you thinking about that will sell it? Right. Okay. Yeah. okay. All, right. All right. Good luck. Thank and you. again, um, and it's her Instagram is. Yeah. It's be essential actually. So it's B-E-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L. So be essential. It's a little tree icon. Um, I would change your icon to a product maybe or like something okay. more that's going to pull us in. Okay. But I know what you're selling. Okay. Um, okay. So I love that. Thank you. And then, thank you. Um, and thank you. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Thanks, Stacey. Well, hey friends. So if you loved what you heard and you would like to coach with us, we're excited to announce our brand new reimagined the product boss mastermind. So head to www.theproductboss.com slash mastermind, where you can learn more. And depending on when you're listening to this, you can apply now, or you can jump on that wait list. We're so excited to see you over there. Thanks.